Proverbs 13.25 The righteous has enough to satisfy his appetite, but the belly of the wicked suffers want. I have, like most people, appetites mostly related to food. How many times a day do I replace whatever I was doing or thinking about with thoughts of a meal, a snack, that leftover dessert, a drink, or just something sweet or salty? Our appetite for food is a powerful basic need that is never completely satisfied. Like our need for food, we have other appetites, including comfort, safety, power, control, security, relationship, rest, adventure, fun, and love. I find that those appetites are never completely satisfying either. My comfortable chair seems too high or too low. That adventure I really want to do may cause physical injury. Wanting more power or control may come at a high price of sacrifice. And loss of control may lead to feelings of insecurity or desperation. Maybe the goal is to live somewhere in the middle of each of these appetites. But even that seems like we might be missing out on something greater that we might obtain or experience. When we focus on fulfilling one of these appetites to complete satisfaction, it seems to always result in sin. Affection for comfort neglects the power of the comforter. Longing for safety places my protector on the sideline. Seeking power turns my thoughts inward and chips away at my soul, leaving no room for true peace. Seeking any of these natural appetites to be filled exclusively always leads to more longing, disappointment, and dissatisfaction. Why can my appetites not be satisfied? And why does God's food for provi or provision for an appetite many times seem undesirable? I see one example of appetite in the people of Israel in the desert after being led out of captivity from Egypt. In Numbers 11, 4 through 6, now the rabble that was among them had a strong craving, and the people of Israel also wept again and said, Oh, that we had meat to eat. We remember the fish we ate in Egypt that cost nothing, the cucumbers, the melons, the leeks, the onions, and the garlic. But now our strength is dried up, and there is nothing at all but this manna to look at. Later in this chapter, we see how God responded to their dissatisfaction and unthankful hearts. He sent an enormous amount of quail to eat, and with it, a plague that many died because of their craving. It is interesting the name that gave that place where these events happened. Numbers 11.34 tells us, Therefore, the name of that place was called Gilbroth Hadavah, otherwise graves of lust or longing, because there they buried the people who had the craving. In Ecclesiastes 6-7, All the toil of man is for his mouth, yet his appetite is not satisfied. Proverbs 13-25, it tells us that the righteous has enough to satisfy his appetite. In Matthew 5-6, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. In John 6.35, Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger, and whoever believes in me shall never thirst. Life? We find our satisfaction in pursuit of Jesus, for he tells us that he is the bread of all of our appetites, like comfort, adventure, safety, fun, and love. Truth? Our satisfaction then proves connected to our efforts in pursuit of knowing Jesus. Proverbs 13.25, the righteous has enough to satisfy his appetite, but the belly of the wicked suffers want. The second part of this verse addresses what happens to those who are not connected to Jesus or the bread of life. 
They experience a spiritual famine and continue to have a deep need for the bread of life. They will continue in anger, selfishness, lust, pride, and hunger with appetites that will never be satisfied. We should be content and satisfied with Jesus above all else. Every other appetite unchecked will not satisfy. These appetites leave us longing for more or worse, destroy our lives. 1 Timothy 6, 6-8 But godliness with contentment is great gain. For we brought nothing into the world, and we can take nothing out of the world. But if we have food and clothing with these, we will be content. In 1 Timothy 6, 11-12 But as for you, O man of God, flee these things, pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, steadfastness, gentleness, fight the fight of faith, Take hold of the eternal life to which you were called and about which you made the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. Her prayer, God help us to pursue Jesus. Forgive us when we forget the richness that is found in Christ. Thank you for your grace and mercy that we experience every day without a second thought. Your son, Jesus, is the bread of life that satisfies our every appetite when nothing else can. You are good, and I pray that we will be content and remember always that we are rich when we are found in Christ, no matter our circumstances, and that Jesus is the bread of life that can satisfy our every appetite.